After experiencing the transformative power of a regular meditation practice, it's natural to feel inspired to share this gift and guide others on their own journey of discovery through meditation. Join Buddhist teacher David Nickturn and Duncan Trussell, comedian and creator of the Netflix animated series The Midnight Gospel, for a free online event on Tuesday, May 7th at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. They'll discuss the profound practices of mindfulness Dharma Moon's renowned Mindfulness Meditation Teacher Training Program. Get certified by Dharma Moon to teach meditation, lead group practice sessions, and work with individual students. Visit dharmamoon.com slash beherenow for more info and to reserve your spot for the free online event with David Nickturn and Duncan Trussell. This podcast is brought to you by the Love Serve Remember Foundation and Ramdas.org. Welcome to Ramdas Here and Now. And I'm Raghu Marcus. And um, I'm traveling. So I've got a little bit of a different uh, um, place from which I am bringing you this podcast. And. Um, I'll, I'll tell a little bit of the story of why I am, and it fits into some of what uh, I want to talk about, and uh, certainly with uh, this talk that I chose of Ramdas's. And uh, I'm speaking to you from the studios of Transition Radio, a very good old family friend. Well, he's not that old, but you're getting there. Really? I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm older than you, I yes, think. Yes, you are. Alan... Hutner. Hey. And uh, Alan has done this show for uh, many, 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 many years. We're, uh, we're in our 29th, 29th year of Transitions Radio Magazine. Good. At uh, transradio.com is our website. And he does a wonderful, wonderful, um, a, has a whole uh, um, treasure of uh, interviews with uh, people who are. Uh, I think the common denominators, they're all trying to um, be very uh, giving to make this a more positive world, yeah. and, you know, in this most basic and simplistic uh, manner. Correct? Uh, some, yeah, we, we, we would say in the realm of spirituality and consciousness, right. transformation, waking people up to their true nature. There you go. Yeah. And that's uh, nothing else is what Ramdas is about, what we're about, what uh, Neem Karoli Baba is about. And uh, so this is all hand in hand. And please do come to the Transitions uh, site and take a look. Yeah, transradio.com. And I, again, just saying Ramdas, uh, deep love for him. He's been on the show many times yep. over the years. Mm. And of course, Neem Karoli Baba and Maharaji were the influence that shifted me, you know, in another path on life. In fact, when I met you back in around 75 or so. Okay, so, there you go. You're putting a date to the 75 day. On, on a beach in uh, Long Island. Yeah. I remember you <laughs> sitting there talking about Hanuman. So. Oh, great. Um, this particular podcast uh, today is going to be about, um, well, we're, I'm giving it this uh, little bit of an exotic title, Shiva's Dance of Life. And... Uh, uh, there is a, uh, a statue in India of Shiva dancing. It's called Nataraj. It's a, it's a beautiful uh, statue that many, many people are, are very familiar with. Um, so one, 
one of the um, quotes that Ramdas talks about in 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 this uh, this is about the dance of life and uh, and one thing that caught my eye he said when you understand that thought comes from the space of the thoughtless then your singing and dancing is no other than the voice of the Dharma the universal law. And singing and dancing, he is meaning our day-to-day work, careers, relationships, play, all the way to the insurance guy. It's everything. And that falls under Shiva's dance of life. Now, I'm going to tell you a story, Alan, that yeah. uh, uh, one of the reasons, not one of the reason I am here out of station, in the, and I'm in Santa Fe, New Mexico, is because my father, who uh, is, uh, his name is Dasarat, and he is an, um, probably one of Maharaji's eldest devotees now. He's about 93 almost. And he is getting close to his transition. Talk about transition radio. He's getting close to the transition life. And uh, so we were called here because it seemed imminent. Um, that he stopped eating and so on and so forth. And um, since I've been here, um, he seems to have risen back a little bit. And, and uh, uh, so at one point, and I've been in touch with Ramdas, who's been very helpful, uh, as he has uh, been a pioneer working with uh, the dying over many years, as you know. Yeah. And um, so... My brother who's here, I have a younger brother who's just around 30 years old uh, from my father's second marriage, and he's here, and he says to my father yesterday, gee, I was really, I thought you were leaving this world, Dad. And my father said, yeah, I thought so too, but now I'm just dancing. (laughs) This is after I read, I was sitting in the room and, you know, preparing for this podcast and listening to Ram Dass' talk. And which was all about this dance. The dance of life includes the death. It includes that transition, you know, very strongly. I told this to Ramdas. He was like, I said, this is like uh, virtual reality and reality here coming together. I mean, is that amazing? He was flipped on it. Well, you know, it brings up a question of who dies. I mean, that, that yes. was a book title. Of course, one of Ramdas's friends, uh, Stephen, Stephen Levine, Levine who yeah. dies. So. Yeah, you know, exactly. And uh, yeah, we... You know, my dad, uh, many of you know this, if you've been listening to this podcast, because I just, I did tell the story of my father coming to India and Maharaji uh, you know, asking him, asking me, did you give him the medicine and give him acid? And I was like, whoa. And he did take it. And, and before he took this psychedelic, he was always saying how he was not afraid to die. He was full of shit. He was absolutely not present with himself, you know. And then after he took this, his life completely changed. My relationship with him completely changed. And I'm sitting there now. I'm thinking, geez, if Maharaji hadn't created this miracle where he became a present, connected human being, where would I be now? Would I be sitting there with... Anima- would I even have come 
<laughs> would I be still angry because I was angry with him when I was younger and so on. So a lot of grace there. But uh, so this is, you know, the the uh, blending together of I mean, I'm very fortunate to have this work to keep me reminded of what's true nature and what isn't. And in this case, uh, able to share that with my dad, who um, he's he's not wildly kicking to stay alive i don't think on one hand on the other hand he certainly has a little bit of that and shakti left and you know who knows what's going to happen but he said i'm just dancing so he's just dancing with life and death and being right on the cusp of it it's really pretty amazing to sit there yeah yeah and i've known your dad many many years in fact he's been in the studio on occasion yeah uh, and uh, uh, i don't know what shift happened after the journey the psychedelic journey with him but i always loved his simple authenticity as a being uh, yeah. whenever we met Correct. Uh, un, you know unaffected by ordinary worldly realities he seemed to be in a in a nice peaceful place most of the time that may be a little bit of a stretch, buddy. <laughs> you, okay. you, well, you may know him a little better yeah. than me. Maybe he puts on he a little when I'm there. Yeah, yeah well, he, uh, he is absolutely direct and honest. Yeah. And no matter what bullshit I had with him when I was a kid, I always knew that he cared about me. And so it wasn't, you know, that was always there and that stayed through. And, and but, uh, you know, it's been a, a, a pretty... Uh, adventurous trip with him because he not only obviously was family and father and but he became a a uh, a satsang brother a uh, brother in 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 arms of uh, of of maharaji in the arms of maharaji so you know i have a twofold thing going on with him it's, a, it's an amazing thing and it's beautiful that you can do this this dance of life with your dad because there's so many incompletions that people have before mm. somebody leaves yeah. and maybe they try to finish it up at the last minute but you know yeah better, exactly. better to do it ahead of time yeah better to do it ahead that's uh, good advice folks yeah. uh, for everybody this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. stop for a moment and think about something that you really need to get off your chest it could be frustration with your job or a co-worker it could be fear or uncertainty about the future it could be a secret that you've been hiding for years we all carry around different stressors, both big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. Speaking with a therapist on a regular basis is also a great way to improve your communication skills, learn to resolve conflict, increase your self-awareness and self-esteem, develop positive coping strategies, build stronger relationships, and more. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, plus switch therapist at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash ramdas today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Ramdas. Um, let's see, there was one other, uh, there's a little mantra that I want to share with everybody. 
um, that also came out of this particular talk that Ram Dass gave. And in fact, I remember it from way back when, because it was something I loved and I used to do and do to this day. Um, here's just something he said. Um, I mean, this is for all of us. We've got to find the place in our inner heart where the sun is always shining. We've got to be very quiet and calm down to really listen, to find that place, to find that center within ourselves. Whatever our dance is, we come from that place, from the spiritual heart. And here is a mantra which um, we can do just for a minute. Actually, Alan, you and I can do it for a minute. Yeah. But it's Aditya Ridayam Punyam Sarv Shatru Bina Shanam. And what it means is all evil vanishes from life for him or he who keeps the sun in his heart. Is that? It's beautiful. Now, evil, we're, you know, um, that this is a translation from the Sanskrit, you know, from India, from Indian. So it doesn't quite mean the Christian. What evil means that which keeps us from waking up. Okay. It's not the evil that we commonly associate with it. You know, there's a language issue. Would there. you say the evil of separation? Evil of separation. separation. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so I got to write this down okay. if you want me to do this with you, because this is... You yeah, know, it's a little it's a, complex. It's not too bad. Aditya is A-D-I-T-Y-A. Radayam, R-D-I-Y-A-M. Punyam, P-U-N-Y-A-M. Sarv, S as in Sam, A-R-V. And Shatru is S-H-A-T-R-U. Bina is B as in boy, E-E-N-A. And Shanam is S-H-E-N-A-M. Aditya Radayam Punyam Sarv Shatru Bina Shanam. All evil vanishes from life for he who keeps the sun in his heart. So let's just do it a couple of times. Yeah. Aditya Radayam Punyam Sarv Shatru Bina Shanam. Aditya Radayam Punyam Sarv Shatru Bina Shanam Aditya Ridayam Punyam Sarv Shatru Bina Shanam So for everyone, may all evil vanish from life for all of us who keep the sun in our hearts. And here's Ramdas, here and now. Came back from India. After I'd been in New Hampshire for a while, I went to um, the Cambridge Common in Boston because I heard the hippies were hanging out there. I wanted to see what the scene looked like. I haven't been around one of those scenes for quite a while. Went in and there were a lot of hippies hanging out. <laughs> and I walked through there and, you know, and everybody like was, you know, pretty much here. It was a pretty groovy scene. There were uptight people, and but they, I don't create uptightness in people because I don't feel uptight. Which is, a, by the way, a little secret of the game. So I was just going through the common grooving, because everywhere I go I groove, because why shouldn't I? Because I'm a groovy guy, why shouldn't I groove? I'm not going to go on your trip if it's hung up, because it's a drag, man. We'll just be here. Yeah. 
So I met the son of one of my old professor's colleagues at Harvard. We went for a ride together. And all my old takes, suddenly he's the son of my colleague, you know. So I say to him, well, you've just graduated from Boston University. What are you going to do now? What are your plans for the future? He looks at me like I'm some kind of a lunatic. He says, I'm learning how to live here now. I mean, this is a 21 kid, year old kid telling me off. <laughs> well, what's happened to life insurance? What's happened to tenure? What's happened to plans? Savings accounts? Social responsibility? Nothing's happened to any of it. Either you do it like it's a big weight on you, or you do it as part of the as part of the dance, as part of the dance. When you understand that thought is the thought of the thoughtless, your singing and dancing is no other than the voice of the Dharma. Singing and dancing, insurance, savings accounts, jobs, responsibility, singing and dancing. Shiva's dance of life. Shiva's dance of life. Do you do it from um, or do you do it like uh? Do you surf through it all, or do you like carry it around like it's a load if you could only throw it off? If I only didn't have these kids around my neck, if I could only get away from the house for a day, you can't get away for a day. Because it's in your own head you're trying to get away from, and the only way to get away from it is to change it simple as that. You want to change your environment, change your head. Change your head. It's all the ecstatic moment if you know how to dig it, and if not, it's all really a travesty of it all. It's just all profane. It's all profane. You're standing in the bus, and you look into somebody's eyes, and they're tired, and they just came from work, and they're all full of self-pity, and oh. So I gotta go home and cook the dinner and oh and you just take it all into you. Oh how may I serve you, you know, just like ah. And they look at you and pretty soon there's just that little light. They don't have to go, ah, you know. I see you, I love you, we love each other, let's be flower buddies together. None of that. None of that. It's just the gentlest yeah. Just lightening the burden ever so little, just by your sheer being. Your sheer being. And what do you do with all that stuff that you, they just handed you? <laughs> they just had you 500 pounds of. <laughs> 500 pounds of. <laughs> you pass it through. <laughs> Send it through. <laughs> like fire sirens, you know. <laughs> they get you high. Free energy. It's all part of the divine dance. Self-pity, how poignant. Oh, dig that exquisite self-pity. Look at it. Mm, you can taste it. So much of it. My life is such a burden. So hard. 
can't get along with How may I serve you? How may I serve? We can serve each other only through our beings. That's the only service we have to really offer. All the rest is stuff. And I'll do as much stuff as I've got to, as I can do. It's only stuff, stuff. Talking, holding the board, holding the board. Madam, I'll carry your packages. That's only cop-out serving, if that's all it is, if that's what you think serving. Oh, I'll do all that, because that, what's that? That's nothing. That's just like, cool. That's part of the harmony of the universe. That's Shiva's dance. I mean, you and I are one. There's so much energy available in the system, and yours is depleted at this moment, so let me do it. Because it's us anyway. Who's giving what to who? After all I've given you, <laughs> what have you given me? All I've given you. Whose object? Your children, your wife, your husband, your lover, your boss, the bus driver? Whose object? Who isn't wrong? Name one. Name one. I mean, well, it's groovy. We're all here together. We're good guys. But what about them? What about them? Them is a take of your head, of course. You already know that. In fact, everything I've said tonight, you already know. You didn't have to come here and pay two bucks to hear me say all that. You know all this stuff. That's what's so funny about it. I mean, what nonsense. What a hustle. What a hustle. You dig that? You know it all already. That's what calming one's mind is about. That's what meditation is for. To cool you out so you remember. So you see how it all is. I mean, try sitting around when you're full of self-pity. You sit down in front of your puja table and you light, you take a look at a picture of Meha Baba and he's smiling at you like he's one of the fifth Marx brothers and he's saying, you know, let me help you. Oh, I wish you would, Meha Baba. It's so hard. And here's Hanuman and he's winking his head back and forth saying, let me serve you. Oh, please do. It's such a burden. And I just sit there being so burdened. Oh, my burden. Oh, it's so bad. Oh. How long do you suppose I sit there before I take a, a take? Vector view, take one. Wow, dig that self-pity. Isn't that exquisite? 
full bloom. Full bloom. What an extraordinary color. It must be a new breed of self particularly fragrant variety. I really want to just sit and smell that one for ever so long. It's such a good one. Such a good one. I mean, Maya Baba, I wish I had time to groove with you, but I've got to get on with it. I have important things to do today. All right, I'll sit with you a minute. <laughs> I mean, that's really, you know, okay. Here we are. You got a minute. <laughs> Do your thing. 40 seconds left. <laughs> wow. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. you know it all yourself, why do you forget it? Why do I forget it? I forget it too. I get up here, I'm big ego. I got to impress them. I got to teach them. I've got to lead. I've got to help show the light. I've got to do my thing. Ego, 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 ego. Achieve, perform, fame, success, power, fame, success, power, achieve, achieve, make it. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> You're doing it and suddenly there's a take. God, look at that. Wow. You gotta be quiet inside to do those, to do that kind of photography. very easy to photograph, you know, inanimate objects like other people. <laughs> Turn that lens right in on the very stuff that you're hiding in and shoot the camera this way. Wow. Powerful stuff. So all I can do all the time is cool myself out. That's all I'm doing. I do nothing but sadhana. Somebody says, what do you do for a living, man? I do sadhana. But you lecture. I do sadhana. But don't you lecture? Sure, lecturing happens and I'm doing my sadhana. I mean, this trip is helping me get free of my ego, because if I get free of my ego, we all get free of our ego, because that's the way the trip works. You get free of your ego, we all get free of our ego. Because we're all the same being, and that's the problem. We can move as fast as we can move. You can hear this message as pure as I am. That's the way it boils down. Because I can resonate with the highest place in you that I am. That's the way that works. So I can do nothing but for you but work on myself. You can do nothing but for me but work on yourself. You can do nothing but for your child but work on yourself. Oh, I'm going to do good things for my child. Baloney, that's all ego. Just work on yourself. And every time you work on yourself, you get calmer, you hear more, you sense more, you are more, you are more present. And your child, what are you offering the child? Not a set of social roles and passing in the night. You're offering a child here and nowness. 
the treasure of consciousness, the treasure of awareness. If you don't help the other beings cut through the illusion because you're through the illusion, what else? What is there? What are you doing? Doing more dance within the dance, within the dance, within the dance? Are we always going to meet on the stage? Don't we ever take off the costumes? I mean, that's what I, as a child, grew up feeling, like we're all just always on the stage in our costumes. I'm a good child, that's what I am. I know how to play good child, I've been in that role for years. Don't get your knees dirty, go to bed early, don't talk back, eat all the food in your plate. I know how to do it, I'm really a master at that game. But is there anybody home? Hello, I'm home, is there anybody home? Sure, have some food. <laughs> have some food. If I give you all the external things, I'm a good parent. Ha ha ha. Uh -huh. You and I can starve together if we're here and now. If we're not here and now, no matter how much food we put in our bellies, it's never going to be enough. And that's the feeling of Western man. It's not enough. He's got it all going in as fast as he can shovel it. He's got every sensual gratification he could possibly desire, and it's not enough. Because there's no here and nowness about it. Stop on your way home and hoard heart it's and get a... We are on your way home, the bus trips, the bus people. Stop and get your dinner ready-made so you can rush through and pass on to the next group. Here and now is the doorway to all that energy. Because if you're truly here and now, there's no you. Because you lives in time. And the minute you are here and now, there's no more you. That's the way it works. You ever go to a movie where you got so caught up in the movie you forgot who you were and then the lights go on? Where am I? What's going on? What is it? Oh, it's a movie. Oh, wow. Another question. What should I do when the morning part of the company comes to get you for subversive activity? <laughs> Have you been subversive? Pardon me? Have you been subversive? Uh, yes. Are you advocating the violent overthrow of the United States government by force? Uh, the violent overthrow of the macaroni party. Well, the violent overthrow of the macaroni pudding is one of the dances. It's one of the dances, and they are doing part. Uh, they came, you said to them, they said, we do the waltz. And you said, I wish you wouldn't do the waltz, I wish you'd do the polka. And they say, no, we do the waltz. And you say, well, I am protesting against waltzes. And they don't dig it because they are seen as waltz. And there's one partner that wants to waltz and one partner that wants to polka. And here we are, and that's drama. That's drama. You do whatever you do as a polka dancer. I don't know, but whoever you do it, don't be it. Because whoever you are, you're right here, and here we are, and we've always been here, and we can watch that dance too. 
You do the same thing as I do being a holy man. <laughs> it's the same drama. Drama is drama is drama. Any question you can ask about stuff is more drama. How do I be a mother? How do I serve the government? How do I fight the government? How do I protest? How do I agree? You do it all and you do it without attachment. It's as simple as that. You do whatever your harmony of the universe dictates. If it dictates you be subversive with horn and hearted, then you be subversive with horn and hearted. It doesn't make any difference. Now that's a hard one. What do you mean social action doesn't make any difference? If you are not conscious, if you're just caught up being anti-horn and hearted, you're just another machine in the illusion. You're just another actor on the stage that doesn't know he's an actor on the stage. And if you know you're an actor on the stage, then you do whatever has to be done. If it is your forces acting upon you so that you must stand against horn and hearted, you stand against horn and hearted, understanding the implications of your stand and doing what you need to do, but you don't feel anything but great poignancy and compassion for the whole dance. Horn and hearted's role and your role also. Horn and hearted's role and your role also. That is the drama, that's the dance of nature. It's hard to extricate oneself from attachment to one's own, to one's own pet emotional thing. I mean, I, I went through it last night, like, come on now, I'm a mother. That's a big one, see. I mean, do you mean to say I should be a mother without attachment? Yeah. Exactly. But really dig it. I mean, be essence mother. And be here and now, because whatever you're doing is just more things you're doing. It's just like, my hand is opening and closing. I am protesting horn and hearted. I am being a mother. I am giving a lecture. My hand is opening and closing. And here we are. And here we are, and the hand is opening and closing. There's the protest, there's one in heart, there's the anti-subversion, there's Socrates drinking the hemlock. I mean, Socrates, like Socrates, dug it. He said, yeah, man, I broke the rules, I'm going to drink the hemlock. That's the way the game's played. Socrates was a purely conscious being. He didn't suffer. It's like Christ saying, well, tomorrow I'm going to be crucified, fellas. That's the way it is. That's the way this drama works. He says, oh, Christ suffered. Jesus suffered because that was the Jesus story. Christ doesn't suffer because Christ always is, always has been, and always will be, and that's who you are. You were before horn and hearted, you are, and you will be after horn and hearted. And you are horn and hearted. I can't handle dialogue yet. Sorry. You know, just be honest about it, you know. Thank you. I started this series of evenings. I mean, this was a big trip for me. I had been living in the Himalayas in the mountains, and I was living in a cabin in New Hampshire, all by myself, very quiet in the woods, and now I was in the middle of New York City. And I created and became part of these scenes. 
And the first few nights, many people asked questions and wanted to carry on dialogue. And I realized that the level of mind in New York City was so much that I couldn't handle it. It was just too much. I just kept getting caught in some drama that I couldn't extricate myself from. I wasn't pure enough to ride through it all yet. And so I found that although the ad said in response to questions, the questions had to be my sensing of where people were at and what I could do to help. And now and then I can take a question, but if it gets into a dialogue, I just go into the person's head and it may take me weeks to get out of it. See, because I'm so open, I hear everything that happens. When I come up on the bus, it may take me a half an hour to work through the bus trip to get back to here and now because it's so much stuff, and I am not yet open enough to pass it all through me. You know, I, that's, that's the journey, that's the work, that's the work. Now, what are the methods of doing that? The methods are, all of the forms of yoga, whichever one works for you, whichever one works for you. Calming the mind. The breathing exercises. I'm going to do the breathing things again tomorrow night. I've done them once already in these past three weeks, but I'm going to do them again because, so if you went on that trip once, you can know not to come. <laughs> I'm always uncomfortable at repeating stuff, but it's usually useful. Breathing are techniques of opening the nerve channels to purify, to get you calm all day, to cool you up. What you've got to create in yourself is an absolutely calm center, perfectly calm center, that is always right here and now, that is just a light, that is just isness, just isness. Running down the street, Going upstairs, downstairs, getting into bed, getting into the tub, going to the toilet, eating, talking. Just that isness, just isness. Always the same isness. Always the same isness. So everybody that makes contact with you doesn't make contact with the guy that's running up the stairs. Not ah. Not all of those. The 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 stuff always makes contact with that isness. When you meet a being who's scented, you always know it, I'll tell you. You always feel a kind of a calm emanation. It always touches you in a place where you feel calm. But you can't hustle it. You can't make believe you're calm when you're not. You can't come on, realize. It never works. Everybody knows. You know. It's horrible. Horrible. You only center. Find that place inside yourself. Whatever your dance is, you're doing it from that place. Always right in here. Right in your Hridayam. I do a mantra. A mantra. Every day. The mantra is Aditya Hridayam Punyam Sarv Shatru Bina Shanam. It's Sanskrit. Aditya Hridayam Punyam Sarshatru Bina Shana. And it means 
All evil vanishes from life for him who keeps the sun in his heart. And evil means that which keeps man from enlightenment, that which keeps man from consciousness, from waking up. Aditya Hridayam Punyam Shatru Binashana. I've got to find that place in my inner heart where the sun is always shining. And I've got to be very quiet and calm down and listen. This podcast has been brought to you by the Love Serve Remember Foundation and Ramdas.org. We appreciate all the support for the Foundation and for Ramdas's work, and we hope that you will continue that support. You can go to Ramdas.org and click on the Donate Now button and follow the prompts. Thank you. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What do you need to get off your chest? We all carry around different stressors, both big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It's also a great way to learn to resolve conflict, develop positive coping skills, and much more. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Ramdas today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Ramdas.